Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the gaming advice podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems, Dennis. I'm very tired, but I'm the, you know, I'm the, <laughs> can I tell you this? I'm the good sort of tired. I'm the sort of mm. tired that's like, man, I've, I've had a good day and I'm, I'm, I've just, I don't have anything left in the tank because I've just had that good, I've had a good week, man. So Riley, let two people in, where are you? You are, you are writing your messages to me and then pass them at the window to a young boy on a horse and, you, and you're saying, post haste, and he's rushing off into the distance with them, right? Exactly, clopping over the cobblestones on Heidelberg Castle. I'm actually, rather boringly, in a, in a hotel near the castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I'm in Heidelberg in Germany. I've actually, I've got, I got on, I got on a, one of those, one of those, their aeroplanes, Dennis, for the Ooh, first been, time. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a long time since I've, uh, I've done that. I've flown to Germany and uh, I'm, I'm hosting the coverage of Red Bull Waterloo 5, this massive Age of Empires tournament that is taking place in a literal castle, dude. And it has been incredible. It has just been incredible. And I've had the best week that I've had for 18 months easily. <laughs> it's been crazy. Like, if you haven't tuned in, it's look, this, these playoffs are still going on for another week after this, right? Like, people listening to the podcast still have time to watch, right? Uh, the weekend, yeah. If you listen to this uh, when it comes out, you will be... I mean, as it comes out, the uh, fourth day will be wrapping up, and then we have a, a day off on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, you should get across it. It's huge. Like, compared to Age of Empires, it's just wild. And even if you played Age of Empires as a kid, like I did, you're going to have at least something of an idea of what's going on. But the the skill that these players have is baffling you don't what when you watch pv you can be told he's good but the way he moves the cards isn't any better than it's not that different than the way i shuffle my deck (laughs) exactly right it's the way he thinks obviously it's the plans that he puts together it is just technically amazing to see the way that there's like the skill these players have in terms of how they they manipulate this game and bend it to their will it's incredible but dennis i just like i i i can't explain what it is like to be back doing live events man I can't, Having spoken like, to Riley, you know, probably I would say on average every other day over the last 18 months was a good stretch where it was every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your mood is noticeably different these last three days than it has been any time in the last year and a half. I mean, you say noticeably different as if it was like, oh, yeah, you can kind of notice it. Like, the, I, <laughs> this is night and day, dude. It's night and day. I just, I like, I live for this, man. I live for it. The, the, the energy of a, of a live production with, with the zip and zap people going around, like the, the frantic, almost panicked pressure of you're, you're live in 10 seconds, like that sort of thing. I live for it. And, and being back here doing this, it's just, it's reminded me of like what I love about, about like the career I have, because I mean, I was, I mean, so many people, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I had the unique struggle or anything over the last 18 months, but so many of us have been struggling with our jobs and, to get to experience just 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 for a week, man. You know, just for a week. Like what this is all about is for me. I, it's I, I can't I can't describe it properly. It's just been huge, and I'm exhausted for a different reason as well. <laughs> it's not just like this. I'm just not not just like drunk on on feeling like great about this. I've also been wearing about twenty kilograms of medieval armor because we're yeah. Doing the whole costuming has been pretty outrageous. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so funny. So they organized all of these costumes for us. Um, uh, they, they got like a guy, like, a you know, one of these people who is like super into old costuming and, and all that sort of stuff. And he came in and like all the costumes are as, as historically accurate as they can be. Like, there's no Velcro, dude. There are buttons. Oh, but what? Wow. No, no, no. Like, they're, they're legit, man. Like, it's all tun- shapeless tunics and belts and, and stuff like that. 
So I've been in robes and slash doublets and high boots. And today I got into some leather armor. And I tell you what, it is not, I mean, uh, Dennis, not built for comfort, that stuff. No, built for, built for stop, stopping you getting stabbed. <laughs> it's not built for comfort. Um, but yeah, the setting, like the stages are all old style. A couple of anachronisms in there, but whatever. Um, uh, it's just, it's the most, it's, it's the bizarrest, most incredible, opulent, wonderful show I think I've ever done. You know, most shows are just done out of a, the, out of a production studio, a theater or, a, you know, a convention center. And they're great. They're fun. Like the energy in them is fantastic, but the atmosphere is completely different from this one. What's it been like as a viewer? Have you enjoyed it? It's surreal seeing you like come on screen, like standing on this like battlement with your like what I can only describe as a Rob Stark cosplay, going "Welcome yeah. to Wallalo." It's it's otherworldly. Mm. Yeah. Like it is a ha- if 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 Red Bull spent any more money on this event, I think the competitors would have been commanding actors around a courtyard to you know <laughs> chop down trees and run at each other with swords. I mean, you've seen we had we, they hired actors to play villagers. Like there are people. I did co- see that. There are people cosplaying AOE villagers, and they've been the ones who are like helping out as sort of like moving uh, the the draft pieces and all that sort of stuff around. It's 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 a, it's an absolute spectacle. It's an absolute spectacle. If you haven't watched it already, get across it this weekend. Go back and watch the VODs if you listen to this later because, you know, even if you have no interest in Age of Empires, just the spectacle of this event is is wild. So, anyway, how's your week been, Dennis? What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, Riley, that's a careful, careful segue. You ready for this? Oh, really? What, is, is this going to lead to a, a sponsorship message for ChannelFireball.com? Well, we have a slightly weird sponsorship message this week for ChannelFireball.com. Really? Okay. You haven't, you, like, I, this is not me fame. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with the, with the listener here. A little bit less preparation for this episode rather than usual because I came <laughs> it back to It is 11.30 where Riley is right now. <laughs> back to the, back to the castle after 14 hours at work. And I'm like, ah, oh, we can get that. We can get a podcast in the can. No worries at all. So <sighs> what have you got cooking for us, Dennis? Let me know. Well, here's the thing, Riley. Go on. As of this morning, mm. you can't go to channelfarble.com to buy your Magic the Gathering singles. Oh, well, They're I mean, gone. That, puts, that puts paid to the little soliloquy I had ready to go. Best place to buy and sell your cards on the internet. It's no longer that. Okay. Excellent. No longer. Is there a That's reason it. for that or is that what we've just done? Is <laughs> yes, channel no, no. over? <laughs> no, in two weeks, Riley, we're going to be in marketplace land. Mm-hmm. And so, look, sell so channelfob.com, Pokemon singles, special singles, seal product for, for all sorts of games. But the real yeah. kicker, in two weeks' time, it's going to be a marketplace where you can shop and support local game stores that you love. And Riley, you know what else we announced? Go on. Marketplace Madness, baby. Market? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. It doesn't surprise me. Like, even, like, oh, at least they're honest, dear listener. Like, when they <laughs> say, madness? oh, it's da-da-da madness or it's whatever lunacy, like, they mean it. These These... These promotions are always utterly ridiculous, and so, so I'm very interested to learn what you've cooked up last time. Because last time, like, I don't know, you gave away, like, boxes and power and, like, you know, Huey Jensen would come and mow your lawn. And there yeah, were that, all was, these that was a really popular item, actually. Everyone wanted that one. So, so what is it this time? So, Riley, all you got to do this time, and this announcement of an announcement here, you ready? You can't even do this yet. <laughs> oh wow taking a leaf out of the, <laughs> the wizard of, of the coast the wizard of the coast yeah, yeah. marketing playbook okay. yep. once the marketplace launches okay every ten dollars you spend is an entry this is marketplace just, this is buy list bonanza all over again yeah but but it's the other way around you guys you, you, now you're spending money oh uh, this is how you get us 
This so, is how they get you. First time, it's like, oh, buy this Bonanza. Here, we'll mm-hmm. give you power if you buy. If we, we'll give you money, and then we'll give you prizes for letting us. It is money. like it is like in Skyrim when you pay for archery lessons, then you pickpocket them out of the person's pocket and pay for the same lessons again. It's exactly the same is, thing. <laughs> this is how they get you. Channelfireball.com. Is there any length to which they will not stoop to part you from your hard-earned money? Well, so, right, what, I have I have our prizes what, here for week one. Well, what are the lengths that you're going to to part people from their money this time, Dennis? That's what I want to know. So every day. In okay. week one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. we're giving away a box of Innistrad Midnight Hunter set boosters. Okay, yeah, that's a, a Pokemon Evolutions Elite Trainer box. Oh, it doesn't stop. Okay, yep. A Monarch Unlimited box. All right. And a Yu-Gi-Oh! Blazing Vortex booster box. All come, right, so like- come, come one, come all. <laughs> come, come all. 10,000 different cards being given away each day. All right, okay, that's number one. Yep. Over the weekend, we take a break from the cards. Okay. Every $10 spent, and here's a, here's a beauty, beauty right. If you spend $10 on Monday, yeah. you're entered into the draw on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and for the whole month of October. Wait, what with one purchase? Mm-hmm. Get in early. So the earlier you spend the money, the more, like, you get- The more 30, giveaways you get in on, You yes. get, like, 30 raffle tickets, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, but what are you giving away on the weekends? On the weekends? A Toyota Corolla. <laughs> no, no, no. Two Toyota Corollas. $100 store credit. Oh, couldn't, Five. Think, of couldn't think of anything. <laughs> no, not, no, hang on, right. We're, 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 get, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, okay, okay. Just, it's, it's like you, when you turn up at a, you know, at a, at a, a birthday party for a, a, a teenage cousin, you're like, I don't know, dude, what do you want? 50 bucks? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, a, this is 100 bucks. Okay. Five times on Saturday, five times on Sunday. All right, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then. So that's just week one. We haven't even announced it's coming out for week two, week three, week four. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's one other thing that, that is being given away in week one that I didn't mention, Riley. What is it? Which is some A Toyota foils. Corolla. No, it is some foil soul rings signed by the latest podcast brought under the Channel Fireball umbrella. <gasps> the Command Zone. The Command Zone. Holy moly. We are now... Probably only the second best podcast. Now we're only the second, the most, podcast the second most listened to and, and popular podcast on the net, on the Channel Fireball Network. But here's the here's the deal. Ah, it's we're close now, though. I, it's I'm close. thinking about it. It's very close. We are one step closer to getting Jimmy and Josh on Scrimmy River. <laughs> do you reckon we've now? I don't. Man, I don't want to do that. I'm so scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Jimmy, but I'm still scared of Josh, dude. I'm still. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want to. Re- He's not, Jimmy's on Dungeons and Daddies, man. Then that, then I'm only one. Hang on, this is me getting closer and closer. I, I'm there'll only be like two degrees of separation from them. Yeah, That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right, okay, I like that. Um, You're in spitting distance of Anthony Birch at this stage. That's all exactly, right. and that's what I, that's all I hope to be. So, so signed soul rings from Jimmy and Josh. Foil si- signed foil promo soul rings from Jimmy and Josh. Yes, but I also one more thing. Oh my goodness, Dan, this is going to be the whole podcast. I know, right? We're 12, like 10 minutes in or whatever. All right, Steve Jobs. At the end oh, of- just one more thing. Let's go. What is it? At the end of it, the grand prize at the end of the month. And remember, any entries in the, over the course of the whole month can for this. Okay. Can I guess what it is? You can. Is it a Toyota Corolla? <laughs> it's not a Toyota Corolla. Well, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't care. I don't care about You could this probably, thing. I mean, you could probably sell this to buy a Toyota Corolla. It is step one, a unlimited Black Lotus. I mean, you can get a Toyota Corolla out of that for sure, right? What yeah, conditions it is. It? Unless, it, unless it's like, you know, unless it's unless it is two playing. halves of an unlimited black lotus, <laughs> it's being ripped in half and sticky tape back together. You can definitely catch that one in for a Toyota Corolla. All right, next one. It is a sealed Welcome to Wraith first edition booster box. 
How many Toyota Corollas can you fit in that bad boy? Uh, I think it's worth a squillion dollars. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 oh. All right, okay. All right, all right. Let me, let me, let me. No, no, no. Don't do the Dennis. <laughs> we, were going so, we were going so well. Dennis is off Googling now. Oh, no. We've already uh, lost it. It's well north of a thousand. And Riley, the last one. Okay. You could live your childhood dreams, Riley. Don't, okay. First all right. Edition. No, 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 no. Don't tell me. I'm going to guess. Is it, Dennis, a first edition Toyota? No, is it a Charizard? It's a Charizard. It's a first edition 1999 base set Charizard. Base set first edition 1999 Pokemon Charizard. What condition? Is it is it slabbed? Uh, I don't know. I, it, it, I I don't know if any unslabbed ones exist. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know the condition off the top of my head. Okay. All I'm, right. sure, I'm sure we have it somewhere. All right. Well, I'm very excited to hear that you can win a proxy Toyota Corolla because that's yes. that's that's it what, is one step away from your Toyota Corolla. One step away from the greatest the greatest desire of all of new our hearts. New Toyota Corolla. How much does a new Toyota Corolla cost? Yeah. Let's find out, dude. Hey, I'll take a second. Twenty-seven thousand euro. I mean, if the Black Lotus is, as you say, anything other than ripped in half, I imagine you're going to get a long way of the it way might, to a new, it a might brand be, new Toyota get, Corolla. I mean, on the, depending on the payment plan, you're going to get a lot of the way there, yeah. Absolutely. And the Charizard. Yeah. I mean, didn't the Charizard sell for like a quarter of a million bucks recently or something like that? Oh, uh, Charizards are worth squillions. And then I, because I, I, I remember looking this up, because what was it? It was that idiot, the YouTube, what's his name? Logan Paul. That's right, him. He wore one, which I did think admittedly was kind of cool. Um, so I looked up how much my Blastoise was worth. Turns out Blastoise is not as popular as Charizard. No, <laughs> sir. Unfortunately, <laughs> especially not the busted up version that I have back at home. Oh, my goodness. I remember Ryan. What was his name? He was in the year below me. Ryan brought a Charizard into school, and we were like rabid animals around him just trying to catch a glimpse of it, right? His mum wouldn't let him play with it. His mum knew what was up. Now that I think about it, right? Like, he wasn't allowed to play with it. He could only show it to people when she was there because she was worried about it getting stolen. His, his mum knew. Ryan's mum was very smart. I mean, clearly, like, prescient about the value of these cards in the future, right? Exactly. Well, that, that's just... That's Ryan's, you know, entire future taken care of with that bloody Charizard. Anyway, Dennis, should we get into the advice? We've got a lot of uh, questions to get through as well, ever. We've done, done a lot of shilling for Age of Empires and, you know... For Red Bull and FJohnFarball.com. But yeah. yes, we should get into helping, giving back, give something back. I'll, I'll talk to the Red Bull people and see if we can pick them up as a sponsor. What do you think? That'd be great. I mean, I think I'd like it. I, I, I like Red Bull, ironically. Well, I'm not, honestly, I'm not huge on Red Bull. Um, well, you're not huge on energy drinks. You're out of the market. It's not that you I'm just, like that's the thing. Like, it's not like I pr- have a preference for energy drinks. I just don't really like them. But the fridges here, obviously, infinite Red Bull, but they have, uh, do, like, okay, now I really sound like I'm, this sounds like a radio. Did you know, Dennis, that they have another range? They have a full range? of soft drinks i did not know that did you know what else do they have an offer there is red bull cola there is red bull oh yes i did know that tonic water ginger watermelon and stuff yeah Yeah. and like i've just been i've been i've been sucking back like honestly i think it's called red bull black orange it's really good it's like a san pellegrino Mm, i'm into it i have sam i have san pellegrino stocked in the house when you come over in 10 days dude very good i'm looking forward to that we're gonna do smart live i'm looking forward to that a lot anyway um let's get to our uh let's get to our questions here this podcast proudly brought to you by channel fireball and provisionally brought to you by the smooth taste of red bull black orange um from, there, from the red bull organic range our first one comes to us from eldrazi ravnica long time good time let's get into it here i i have a board game related question that i hope riley mm-hmm. and that other guy can answer i <laughs> get it up well, dennis uh, Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing Unstable Unicorns with some friends, including my younger sister, who's 12. The game is surprisingly very similar to Magic, and I was accused during the game of being too competitive, especially when I used what was basically a one-sided humility on my sister? 
Wow, I you did just this a, game. This game is poorly balanced. <laughs> you did your sister so dirty there with a, a one-sided humility. That's how you're going to do it? Oh, my goodness me. Um, she also didn't like all the magic terms that I used when describing what my cards did, such as tutor. Was I the magical asshole for playing with a competitive MTG mindset? What should I do for games like this in the future? And how does your answer change if I'm not playing with my younger sister? Can I say I am so guilty of doing that thing when explaining um, like game rules to other magic players? I'm like, all right, so... So this one's kind Try. of like an, this yeah. one's like an enchantment, right? It'll stick around, but like that's a sorcery that you just play it that happens once and then that's it. Like I do that sort of thing all the time. Um, I don't think that is necessarily a bad thing, but I mean beating, beating your, your your child sister into the dirt because you're yeah, better if, at card games. Uh, if you're saying if if your question has uh, uh, and you know I, it was towards this person (parentheses twelve) am I an asshole? The answer is usually yes. Usually you probably are. Yeah. Um, it's so, tough though. Like I don't think I it don't is think tough it, to turn it off. I agree. I, I like even if you were the asshole being an accidental asshole is certainly forgivable i don't think you got up in the morning and was like all right well time to time to strap on the uh, the the old asshole hat here because i'm gonna get I think straight it, into it it is it is tough and we talked about this a lot in the podcast to turn off the like analytical brain and we used to talk about it from the perspective of ruining you know other mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. but i do not think it is tough to not say to say look up or search for instead of tutor i do not think that is tough <laughs> no and i think that i think the two problems go hand in hand you know your inability or not your sorry, sounds like I'm having a go at you a magic player's inability to switch off the 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 hardcore spiky analytical persona mm-hmm. is made worse when you don't switch off the lingo right like when you sit there using all of this magic terminology it only makes you sound like more of a you know a spiky competitive player so people like, so I think pulling back on the language actually will have a an impact there, but you've also got to kind of chill a little bit when playing games like this. What what is yeah, this game you, you, like? I, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's um it's not great. I didn't love it. Okay. Um and I've only played it once and often I get I get it mixed up with exploding kittens a lot. Okay. Um sounds like it has the same kind of energy it, to be honest. It, I mean I think they're both from the oatmeal. <clears throat> but um Maybe they aren't. In any case, um, it's, I didn't love it and mm-hmm. but there, it is vaguely magic y in how you play it and there's a lot of magic terms and things like that. Yeah. Um, but look, if you're playing with your 12 year old sister, you gotta be playing, not even to have fun. You gotta be playing for her to have fun. That's, that's a good point, actually. That's, that's a good mindset shift, right? Cause like we often say on this podcast is only game why you have to be mad, but like you're playing mm-hmm. with a kid and you've got to facilitate their fun. That should be a priority. Yeah. You, know? you, you've had, you've had 20 or 30 years to have your fun before mm-hmm. you became a jaded, rotten old podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Let, she has, she still has sparkle in her eyes, man. Let her, let her, let her hold on to that let a little longer. Just, just Don't humiliate her into the dirt. Just let her sparkle. And the other thing is that's how you breed, you know, the new generation of true gamers is mm, not by mm, like mm. boxing them out by making them feel like games are, are hopeless. So no, look, you, you got to, you definitely got to chill and it's hard. Like I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. One thing that I used to do, so I used to play card games with uh, the kids that I used to teach, right? And um, I would just handicap myself instead of mm-hmm. playing to lose. I would be like, right, you start with seven cards. I'm going to start with five. Let's see if I can well, beat I you. Mean, some kids don't, won't respond well to that though, right? They'll, they'll want to play, they'll want to win a fair game. That's true, but they're not get they're not going to get they're not going to win a fair game. Because yeah, I guess that's fair. Like they're not right, and I think like one of the things it depends it depends on the kid. But like I remember playing with kids, and it'd be like, oh, you keep winning all the time. It's like, oh, well, I'll do this, and let's see if you can let's see if I can beat you then, and it becomes like a fun challenge for them, right? I don't know. It depends. It it, it obviously depends from person to person, but you you've got to find the right way to make sure. I think the way that look, Dennis got it right. You shouldn't be playing. Your fun is secondary. When you play with the child, yes. you should be you should be ensuring that they they're the ones that are having fun because they're kids, man. Like that's that's what a kid deserves as much fun as they can handle. It is tough to turn it off though, eh? 
It is not easy. It is not easy. Right, we got a question here from Zap Brannigan. All right, hit are, you future, are you are you a, are you a Futurama fan? No, is that a Futurama reference? It is a Futurama character, Zap Brannigan. Yes. The the only thing that <laughs> here's my here's my experience of Futurama. Um, I when I was a teacher, I, we obviously sat in a lot of meetings, and there would be a lot of very pointless decisions made in these meetings that I didn't really care about, but we still had to go through them. It would have just been easier if someone had been like, "This is what we're doing," instead of like trying to have everything signed off on by the entire team it was it was nice to be collaborative but this was like what typeface should the newsletter be in mm. right? <laughs> that level of stuff and so i ended up putting on my shortcuts toolbar you know at the top of your browser right yeah a video a youtube link to the video of the guy who says i have no strong feelings, strong feelings one way or the yeah. other and i and whenever they're like riley what do you think i would just be like click and my computer would play that sound bite oh Riley. Go on. We have a live question. A live question? What's this? What? A live question. I'm sorry, Zach. Nashi Scanlon has just slacked me. Okay. Asking, real talk though, what the hell do I do with these dragon bones and dragon scales? Gaming <laughs> advice. <laughs> He's talking about Skyrim. Yes. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, this isn't a difficult one. You use them to make armor, dude. How but- do you do that? Because I told him to just sell them. You can just sell them. I just, I mean, don't carry them around because they weigh ten billion. Um, yeah, they put them really in a heavy. Ch- put them in a chest somewhere. If you're not going to get heavy, like if he if he's not going to push all the way to the top of the armory tree, then there's no point in him having them. To right? make the dragon armor, yeah, 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 because if you can make dra- like I, I forget what it's called, dragon scale or dragon mail or something. I can't remember what it's called. But I al- I always just sold them. There's light and heavy. I mean, you could just. I mean. Can't you just generate infinite dragons eventually? Like, isn't there a point in the game where just dragons spawn? Oh, dragons just continue to spawn in the game. Yeah, yeah. they're like bloody mosquitoes. So, like, you don't run out of them. I don't know. If he's right, like, well, th- th- thanks. Go if, ahead. He's, if he's like me, put him in a chest. If he's like you, sell him. I don't think it too, matters too much. Liquidate him. Yeah, this yeah. is a right. 10 year old game. But then again, I was covering a 20 year old game. 20 year old game. Yeah, get off, get off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's that Brandon going to ask you? Zapparang says, hey, Smart NTG question. How much research do you recommend prior to drafting a set you only expect to play once? An expert set like uh, Tazmari Master, for example, or an older set you've never played before. Is it better to come in prepared to win, have an idea of the main archetypes, or go in blind and enjoy the new cards? Where do you Depends land on, on this one? Because, well, I, I, I think that this, this sounds to me like someone has been like, hey, I've got a box of this. Come around and draft it. The second one. Have fun. Read the cards. To chill. If this is an event at your games when you want to win packs, obviously do your research, I guess. But have fun. There is ne- like, I'm writing, you know, I've talked to this before. I have never had more fun mm. than back when I was cracking packs, having no idea what was going to be in them. See, I think um, I personally would do a, a small amount of research. I would I think- read the flavor Wikipedia paragraph on the story of the set, and that's it. Wow. Dennis is a filthy casual after all these years. I think I would be like, hmm, what are the main... Okay, so it's like blue-white flyers, all right, black-white life game, whatever, right? And I'm like, okay, sure. I wouldn't like read card evaluations or anything else like that, but I would want to know like what cards are important in which archetype, roughly, not not specifically, but generally, right? So if I see a black card that has something about life gain, I mean, I guess broadly speaking, you always know that that's going to go in... Um, in white. Black-white. Like, that's a bad example, but okay, here's an example. If I see a black card that has something to do with the, with the graveyard, right... If I already know that like blue black is the graveyard and not green black, that'll give me a bit of an idea. But I, I think there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with going completely blind, especially if you're a person like Dennis, who that's where you get your fun from. It is so rare. Like you can always do the research 
And man, look, there will be many times when Inner Star Midnight Hunt comes out here in a couple of days. I see where you're going with this, and actually, I'm already. There will be a fifth, a tenth, a twentieth, a thirtieth draft of Inner Star Midnight Hunt. Your opportunities to go in blind are few and far between. That's a really good point. The moment you do one draft, it's over. Yeah, that's it. You can't go in blind to that set again. So have the yeah. When you, no, have, you know what? Take Dennis, it when you have the opportunity, you've yeah. changed my mind. You honestly have to. I mean, this is assuming that Zap, your your goal isn't to go in and like win. <laughs> like, hmm, there's a ten thousand dollar draft tournament at my LGS. Should I do well, I mean, that's a crappy question. <laughs> oh, I really want to win this tournament. Should I prepare for it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Easy no, question. I, that's Next. Not, honestly, obviously, that's not what Zap's asking. But like, if yeah. it's just a casual time, like you know, just hanging out and drafting with your mates. I'm, I'm, I've changed my mind completely. You only get to go in blind once. Enjoy that experience because you can always do that. Even the even the small cursory amount of research that I had, I was going to do, do that for the second one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I'm 100% on board, but Dennis, you've changed my mind. Enjoy a rare opportunity to have the the first experience at something. Yeah. Good one. Good one, Dennis. Good, good little bit of discourse. I like that. Although All right. you, we kind of made the mistake of like answering the question too quickly, so now we kind of like. <laughs> don't we? Don't worry. We padded the sort of episode with fifteen minutes of ads, so I think we're good. <laughs> we're not going to have trouble in, in this tracks. All right, I'll uh, no, no. I'll, I'll offer up the next question then. In, uh, instead, this one comes to us from Lil Sergeant the Sandman, who asks, mm-hmm. "I have an Am I the asshole video gaming question? It's been haunting me for years. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! I like playing video games with my friends. Wow, really." Are you? Are, do you really? Are you a true gamer? Hot take. Uh, but I also enjoy. I only truly enjoy only a small number of games. When it comes to about ninety percent, I will play only because my friends play them, and now they're used to me playing with them. But unfortunately, now this is the standard. Whenever they find a new game that they like, and I refuse to play it since I don't like it, they say I'm being a, I'm being stubborn or the asshole because I haven't given it a fair chance. Especially when it's a free game that they can't. Uh, sorry, especially when they when it's a free game, they can't seem to see why I don't want to play with them. This happens a lot mm-hmm. with shooters, as that's my least favorite type of multiplayer game, um, and is one of the most, uh, and is also one of the most popular. Currently, they're playing games like Splitgate and COD Warzone. Am I the asshole for not playing with them, even when it's free, if I don't like the game? Riley, I thought you might be uniquely equipped to um, answer this question, considering I did this to you. <laughs> You're not, little Sergeant Sandman, but in my experience, you also can't really be that upset that they don't like your lack of participation in it when they're they want to play with you when you they're know? making a good faith attempt to like connect with and have what they consider to be a good time with you so i think you're perfectly at liberty to say i don't want to play these games but i think also your friends are at perfect liberty not to like that i don't think they necessarily need to like name call or like say you're, that you're stubborn or an asshole for doing that but they're under no obligation to like be happy about your decision you know, it's okay for you to like different things, but you, I don't know. Agreeing to disagree often isn't as simple as this sort of stuff when it is um, amongst close friends. Because I think one of the reasons that Dennis didn't like how much I disliked League was because he really just wanted me to enjoy myself. Like, yeah, you, I really you, wanted you to be part of our friend group that, to play League together. That's what I mean. Sorry, you wanted me to enjoy myself hanging out with friends. Yeah, and it didn't work. And I mean, let's let's hear it from your perspective. What are Little Sergeant Sandman's friends feeling like at the moment? It's hard because, like, let's say there's five of you, mm-hmm. right? And I picked that number because of the league, but that's probably, that's honestly, that's probably what the kind like, of numbers we're talking about here. I don't know what the party size for COD Warzone is, but like, is, yeah. let's like assume like three or four. Um, and four of you like playing a game mm-hmm. and one of you doesn't, which is, it sounds like it's the case. They still want to be your friend, but the thing they want to do when they hang out is something you don't like doing. And that's difficult. Mm. 
It's not reasonable for them all to not do what they want to do, so that they hang out with, so that they can hang out with you. But it's also not reasonable for them for, to force you to do stuff you don't want to do to hang out with them. And it's a little bit tricky, and it's gotten worse um, the last you know year when everyone's been stuck inside mm. because it's not like we like playing golf. Oh, you know, Mick and Cameron are going to go play golf, but Little Sergeant Sandman and Riley are going to go rock climbing or whatever because mm. there's not as much of that stuff. And and you also don't have the opportunity of doing something that everyone likes, which is just like I don't know, going and getting a meal or like having a walk mm-hmm. in a park or a picnic or something like that. You know what I mean? Like. I guess you can just sit and talk on Discord. I've tried that. I didn't I didn't love it. Um so it's a really tough situation. <sighs> I have friends who love just hanging out on Discord while other people play games and I don't really understand it. I don't get it, but maybe you could do that. I don't know. Like is that some it sounds like you're very picky or particular with the games that you like to play and certainly there's nothing wrong with that, but how would you feel Sandman if like if they're playing casually and just like, you know, talking nonsense and catching up and whatever, if they're not like super darting, you're not going to be distracting. Just uh, distracting. And if you like, play Forza and Microsoft, or Microsoft Flight Simulator, who cares? Like if you're just sitting there and hanging out and like chiming in, it still kind of counts as, as that social time that you, you probably want to have with your friends. But and every, you know, little while they're being like, oh, I don't know, we've got to push me into the top or whatever. Like that sort of stuff. That's fine. Like that happens in your league Discord. I know. Like mm-hmm. Jeff or someone will just come and they'll be playing a different game and just or, or not even playing a game like just hanging out and they'll they'll chime in and chat and be and be around and it it, it, it it's not ideal but it, it it's better than nothing that i think that's fine but like you, you are it's a difficult situation and you are certainly not an asshole i can't speak for them being assholes not i don't have enough information mm. but in my experience wait it out most of these things blow over currently it's split gate and cod war zone it's going to be something else eventually. Now, the problem is it's going to be shooters a lot of the time. <laughs> but so look, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what comfort I can offer you there. Well, I think what you say is like, hey, you guys have been playing shooters a long time. You know I don't like them. Could we perhaps try out a game that's going to be a little more suited to me, right? Now, and, that sounds uh, a very selfish way of putting it. Could we try out this game that I've already tried and is really good? So a little Sergeant Sandman follow-up. Mm. If you get into the Discord and submit a question to the game here, what kind of games do you like to play? What do you, what do you, cause that's going to affect my answer here. Mm. Cause there are fun games that you can play that are not shooters. Like I fa- had huge fun playing civilization mm. online with my friends. Yep. <clears throat> real fun game, real good at making stories with it. You know, I've had a lot of fun playing back in the day when people played among us, you know, that yeah. is that's very a social deduction. Games are great for that kind of stuff. Sea of Thieves is there also are, a good option. If you just like want a very casual, just mucking about yep, experience yep, yep. like that, there, there, there are a lot of options. And I think, you just have to sort of steer the conversation towards once COD Warzone begins to wind down, be ready. Is that what you're saying, Dennis? Like be ready with it, yeah. with, with the suggestion and that you, you can try to, uh, you know, hook people into, you know, two of my friends right now are in discord playing return of the Oberdin together. Oh my goodness. What a game dude. And they get, and they're playing it for the first time. First time. I'm so jealous. I wish I could just, eternal you, you can hop in here after, one. after oh, what, if you dude, want and come, no. come see. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could play it for the first time again, man. Oh, dude, that's uh, like the, that's a good question. Yeah, don't go to Oberdin. Look, oh, look up the archetypes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the best advice I can offer you, little Sergeant Sandman. But I would love to hear what kind of games you do like to play. And mm-hmm. now, if he comes back and is like, you know, maybe speaking typing tutor, it's going to be a problem. But <laughs> broadly speaking, I think we can we can come to an answer. Yeah, I think so. And 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 don't don't like turn yourself into a prior over this you know and don't let like it, it depends how they're catching their response to this but if there's no your friends and that's what's important at the end of the day none of you should be being abrasive none of you should be pushing the other way 
it's frustrating situation for everyone. You know, I've been through Dennis and I have been through this. It tested our friendship mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, I don't think it was ever going to be the the end of it, but certainly it was very strained. And he's like, just play league, man. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm like, I know I'm not going to have a good time, but I don't want to be the, the rain on this parade. But then I ended up being the rain on the parade anyway because I joined and had a terrible time and so did everyone yeah, else because I was, rough. I was being a bummer. <laughs> so, like... I think there's a there's a, a mutual responsibility, and and this is something that Dennis. I mean, Dennis is good with this sort of stuff generally. Like when you put the problem to him, he'll think about it in reasonable terms. And I said to him, like, I know you think that I'm just being really negative about league, but like you are contributing to me being negative about it because you just won't let it go. Like mm-hmm. I can't win when you like come and play league. It'll be great. I can't win because either I let you down by not playing. Or I let you down by playing and having a bad time. So the answer is I just have to stop playing it, right? And it's something Nikki and I have had a, a trouble, trouble with in our relationship. Where, like, let's say we want to, uh, Nikki wants to go see a movie, for example, and yeah. I don't really want to go. Mm. And she'll be like, oh my God, can we go and see a movie? Whatever. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And she'll be like, no, no, but I, I want you to want to. Yes. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't not, help it's you just there. Not, it's just not possible <laughs> you know? all the time, you know? Yeah. So keep that in mind and, and try to make sure the discourse stays positive. And, um, I guess, yeah, be the one to proactively suggest the next game that they play. And hopefully they'll be, you know, if they're good friends, they'll listen and they'll take that on board. I'm pretty sure that I could pitch any game to Dennis and he would at least give it a go. Whether it sticks or not, that's another matter. But hey, you've got to offer them the same opportunity to enjoy or not enjoy a game. Same same as you. So I hope that helps. And uh, as Dennis said, let us know what uh, what sort of games uh, you're into and maybe we could get a, get a more concrete answer here. So waiting on Riley to give Death Stranding a go. But anyway, i got another question here from Mallow, man. Never happening, man. Let's go. Uh, a little bit more directed at you here, I think. Following on from the Colorblind chat, what tabletop or video games have you had particularly good or bad experiences with and why? Uh, they go on to say, I had no idea how many games were bad for it until my friend Jay said he couldn't play Five Tribes, some with red green colorblindness, and I can see why. And I've not played games with Jay for a while, and I want to know what games to avoid or go for with people with such an accessibility need. Um, oh, man, I wish I'd read this question ahead of time so I could have prepared a better list. Um, maybe I'm going to be able to come back with an actual proper... Thing here, I can definitely. So I remember you. I remember play, you playing Resident Evil and uh, that was, Eight, that was, and that was posting the, a picture of like a color puzzle that was a three by three square I mean, yeah. with red, green, and blue yeah, colored in boxes, uh, and you were like, "This is impossible." That's, that's what I was going to point out there. The, the the wire puzzle in Among Us as well. I mean, not that that was a crucial bit of gameplay or whatever, but um, they fixed that in the end. They did, yeah, which is good. And and there's definitely more awareness of it. I've actually like, I don't know. I would love to get into like colorblind consulting. I think that'd be really good. Mm. I'd love to do that. I've offered, I mean, I've kind of offered as a joke on my stream, I'll do it for like a dollar a day or something, but I, I feel like I would. I feel like I could help out game devs with the, with this sort of stuff. So, um, in terms of board games, I remember playing Risk once with, um, Ashi and a friend of mine who you've met a couple of times, mm. uh, who was also colorblind. And we were playing Risk. This was probably a decade ago. Mm. And he was fighting with something in Asia and he was like, okay, great, cool. I'm still good. I still got all these trips over here. Mm. And Derek was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, I got all these troops over here. And Derek was like, those are my troops. And she was like, what do you mean? Oh, and my Derek goodness. goes, my troops are the dark blue troops. Yeah. Your troops are the gray troops. Yeah. And she was like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, like it, this sort of stuff is is just horrendous, you know. And there are games that are really good. Like, I'll, I'll give you a great example. Settlers of Catan, right? Mm. Fantastic. Because those, the four main colors, I believe off the top of my head, it is white, orange, blue, and red. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, I, I'm a fake gamer fan forever, I guess, but I believe that's the case. No, no, you, you can just say you, you saw them differently because you're colorblind. Oh, dude. You, oh, I wish I had a, I wish I had a brain that worked like yours, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis is the slipperiest snake. He can get out of anything. Yeah, so if I'm wrong, then obviously it's my disability. Um, perfect, right? You can't really mix those up. 
orange is way lighter than the red. There's no purple or blue. There's no green or anything or orange to mix up with. Another safe color there is yellow as well. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then with the five and six player expansion, what are the colors they bring in? Green. So impossible. Um, uh, but Settlers of Catan, the base game is, is, is really, really good for that. Um, another game, and I know that this is sort of where we're heading into um, shaky, shaky territory here, Dennis, but the video oh. game that has the very best colorblind setting of them all is Overwatch. Ooh, yes. Pro Blizzard supporter Riley. Yes, here it is. Uh, I'm obviously not. I mean, I haven't played. It's funny. I was uh, I was streaming a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I I, often, I like to rate Adam because he usually streams at a time where like when I'm finishing up, he's on. Right. So I'll often rate him. Are you playing Dark Dungeon or Darkest Dungeon or like Final Fantasy, or whatever? I was like halfway through typing his name. Like I know. Oh, he's streaming. Oh, okay, he's streaming Diablo two. No, we'll. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go so but, but else, right, you, you would like to you'd like to praise Activision Blizzard for their tolerance and sensitivity is what I'm getting at this right Dennis I'm not I'm absolutely <laughs> not coming on this journey with you Dennis you know <laughs> that I like it's gonna be midnight you're gonna send me this WAV file I'm gonna have to edit it and put this out and I, really, I really don't want you to paint me into a corner you do no certainly I, I look I'll put it this way <laughs> I have not played a Blizzard game for a long time um, uh, companies so- with shitty political policy can make good video games uh it's true but i i mean i'm not i'm obviously not in support of activision blizzard with any of the stuff R- that's R- come out recently speaking and- to the audience at home riley is never a threat for these things riley is so like i cannot imagine what heaven and earth they would have to move to get you to spend money on loot boxes for overwatch man <laughs> i don't know like oh yeah i mean that's what arcane spell but even just like having them on my computer i was like no i can i can i can take i can uninstall this i'm not interested in, in even giving them my, my time or attention here anyway overwatch for what it's worth does have the best colorblind mode of any video game i've ever played because instead of like in apex legends it's like oh you want to use colorblind mode great here pick from one of these four preset modes two of which don't do anything at all and the other two just make it harder in a different way right Mm -hmm. whereas can't tell the the reds and greens apart well you can't tell the blues and grays apart exactly right whereas overwatch is just like what color do you want this to be what color do you want enemies to be? What color do you want en- uh, uh, heroes that need heal, like allies that need heals to be? What color do you want this to be? What co- you 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 pick, and we'll make it work, right? So instead of the heroes having impossible to see red outlines, I made them all bright yellow, and uh, my allies went from I just matched like what I thought their health bars were with the, whatever when they when they go down to critical or whatever. So that for me was a terrific colorblind. Uh, sensitive experience i wish more games were like that um i wish less companies were like activision blizzard for the record um for everything else yeah <laughs> but uh, another really excellent game that i can recommend for the colorblind is um it's not a, it's not a two-player game so i don't think you're gonna be able to play with him uh, with i'm sorry i am assuming here with empirical data to back up that jay is male <laughs> this is not me like, it's it, it is it is still an assumption of someone's gender i guess but um no this says until my friend jay said he could okay play. fine the pronouns are in there that's fine um uh, pronouns are in there but colorblindness hardly hardly ever affects uh females it's uh it, it's it only really affects that's males. It's, it's the tiniest fraction of a percentage that ever affects females I've, i i don't think i've ever met a colorblind uh colorblind woman i'd be very excited to because they're, so, they're just like you meet blokes like oh yeah of course yeah colorblind whatever else like that but it's so rare because genetically um the genes that carry colorblindness are carried by women and given to 
they, they carry it on the X chromosome and and uh, display on the Y chromosome. So it skips a generation. It's fascinating. Genetics are fascinating to it. Anyway, point is, um, Jay could enjoy playing uh, the outer the outer worlds, outer worlds, outer wilds. I always mix them up. But alien one or Rick and Morty space one. Rick and Morty space one, I guess. What? That's the outer world. The it, time loop or no time loop? No time loop. The one where you play as a human, not, outer not worlds. a weird alien. Yeah, outer worlds. And do you know why that game is so colorblind friendly? Huh. The lead designer was colorblind. Mm. There are no color cues in the entire game, none at all. It is a hundred. There is no colorblind mode needed because there are, there is nothing that relies on color to get you through the game. So very strong. Well, I don't. Did you play that game? Uh, no, I did not. Everyone that I've spoken to who played it didn't notice. You don't need color cues to make a game good. You don't need them, and that that girl that that game is um, the Outer Worlds is 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 living proof of that. Uh, Dennis, I'm crashing hard. We've got to finish this podcast off, dude. Um, I know you've got a game you want right, to talk about. I got about. one more thing I want to bring up. Okay, go ahead. I, for me, Scrum River, or Scrum River, Charizard, um, Age of Empires. Well, you are fading fast. Age of Empires 2, love it. I really want to, like, I don't know if I want to get good at it. I've been I've been playing it with a view to try to, like, at least have a, a, a baseline technical understanding of the game. Getting good at it is another matter entirely. I'm sure we'll have more Age of Empires 2. Chat, Dennis, what do you got for us? Uh, Deathloop came out. I got it. It's great. Rather you'd love it, you should get it. Isn't it just like spicy Dishonored or less spicy Dishonored even? Uh, the game moment to moment gameplay is almost exactly half Hitman, half Dishonored. Okay, well the Hitman thing is definitely interesting to me because I love that game. But so the premise of the game, and there's been a million trailers for it. Yep. But the actual like core thing that you're trying to do mm. is there's these four, four I think different zones, mm-hmm. and four different times a day. There might be more than four zones actually. Um, so there's morning. Uh, noon, afternoon, night, okay. and every day everything resets. Yep. So, th- but then there's there's Hades like progression because you get this um this resource called residium that you can use to uh, to imbue items with it to make them persist through the loop. Mm-hmm. So you keep this gun or you keep this ability, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the goal is to kill these eight visionaries who are these your eight targets spread out over the course of the day within one time loop, which at the start of the game is impossible. Like actual impossible, and or like actual will speedrunners figure out how to do it. Oh, maybe they will. I'm not okay. sure, but it might actually be impossible. So your the biggest resource is information. You know that target A is in zone one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you yeah. do something in zone one, you can get target A to be in the same place as targets B and C in the afternoon, etc., etc., etc. And the game is, is just a huge just, fractalized just, game of that. It's Hitman, man, dude. It's Hitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. A lot more eavesdropping, a lot more figuring out conversations, a lot more like, like minor mechanical spoiler, I suppose, for Deathloop. Uh-huh. A character was invited to an event yeah. and chose not to go because they discovered something in their area in the morning. So you go, you scupper that discovery so it doesn't happen. So they will be at that event later in the day. Right. And the game is all that sort of stuff. Which I get, I don't know if I, I, I haven't finished it. So I don't know if I'm, the goal is to get all eight into one place at the end or to just get, you know, the eight through over the course of the day. I imagine it's actually the latter. And that's how the game works. And but then moment to moment, it is dishonored. You have the blink ability is still there. It's exactly the same as it ever was. Yep. Um, you tether people together with you know things so that when you shoot one, they both die, etc. Mm-hmm. You run and gun. You jump. You vault. You slide. All that stuff. It is very very arcane studios. But I've been loving it so far. I'm maybe six or seven hours in, and I guess I'll update you again next week. But you should definitely give it a shot. Do you know what I'm really enjoying about Deathloop? Having mm-hmm. never played it and having not bought it, I've looked at a little bit. All this sort of stuff, right? 
I'm talking to the listener now, not to you, Dennis. When Dennis wants me to play a game, as you've noticed, he is indefatigable. He will <laughs> nag and nag and nag and nag me until my resolve is broken and I will do it just to shut him up, right? <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm, we're still going strong with Death Stranding. Um, that, is, that is a bastion upon which the waves of Dennis's pressure will hold, right? These waves will not break that. that <laughs> right? But there are other games, other pieces of media that Dennis will just, I'm just, I will just do it just to placate him. Dennis is currently doing that with me with Deathloop. I think if we go through our message history, I think he has reminded me three times at a minimum as to how good it is, right? And that well, I should get hang it. On. You had asked me about, before it came out, you asked me if I thought it was going to be good and whether or not you should get it. Yes, I did. Just a thing that friends do, like a dialogue, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think of this video game, right? So Dennis went on to get the game and has now barraged me at least, I would say, daily as to how good this <laughs> game is, right? The pleasure I'm getting out of this is that I'm going to pl- Don't listen, Dennis. You're going to play it anyway. I'm going to play, play it. <laughs> I'm going to play. I'm going to play it. I, look, I like the look of it, right? I thought it was, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, maybe it's not that good. It's dishonest. Well, here's the thing. I, like, I was also I was interested. Listening. You're not supposed to be listening I'm sorry, to what I'm, I'm saying. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm very rude. I'm out of an eavesdropping. I was, I was going to get it, and then there were so many trailers for it. Yeah. Every PlayStation showcase or anything I watched had another trailer for Deathloop. Even the one that was four days before Deathloop came out had a new trailer yeah. for Deathloop. And I was like, I am out. Yeah. And then Monday rolled around. The game came out on Tuesday. Monday rolled around, and IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 10 out of 10. Kind of funny raving about it in the podcast. I was like, oh, God, maybe we'll just get the game. And, I did, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glad I did. It is funny because those trailers actually kind of put me off a little bit. I'm like, ah, all right. Me too, dude. I've kind of seen all I need to see here. I don't want to play this game. Um, but then, yeah, like, again, Dennis, don't listen. I'm going to play this game, but I'm going to make Dennis feel like he's the reason I'm playing it. So he gets what he wants, which is the win of, like, influencing me Everybody into playing wins. a game, right? I get what I want because, like, I can I can soak up this. It, okay, Dennis nagging me about Deathloop means he's not nagging me about Death Stranding, so that's a win for a, me. A different game in the Death right. series, yeah. <laughs> Death Stranding, Deathloop. <laughs> Legends is the most confusing series to me. League of and Apex, radically different. Yeah, games. very very strange. I don't I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the the, <laughs> the common. Uh, but Riley, the... we can we can play Deathloop together. Wait, what? Really? Deathloop has one additional mechanic, yeah. which is this sort of Dark Souls-like mechanic. Oh, yeah, mechanic. someone comes into your world as Juliet or Juliana or whatever. Juliana yeah. can be a different person. I'm going to hunt you down, oh, bro. Okay, and it all becomes clear. It all becomes clear. I'm playing while you're over there the castle. I'm honing my skills. Yeah. While you were busy playing Age of Empires, I was studying the Deathloop. And this is why and now, my friends, we all figure, we all learn the truth behind why Dennis wants me to play this game. It's so he can snipe me as Juliana. All right. Well played, Dennis. And I've already admitted I've got it on record that I'm going to play Death. I probably will play Death. I don't have a PS5. I'll get, I'll get up in the morning and play with you, dude. No problem. It's not on... Um, it's on PC. Is it on PC already? It launched on PC. I only got a 970. I wonder if I can run it. We'll see. Anyway, that is a future Riley's problem because I'm not... I, I won't be back at my PC for another... Oh, we have to talk about this. Our 100th episode is next week, Dennis. Dennis, yeah, yeah. let's, <laughs> Smack up on let's well. uh, go through all the things that we've got planned. Are you ready? Here they are. Mm-hmm. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> like actual nothing. Like where we, <laughs> we have actual nothing planned for it. Um, probably episode, we're, we're thinking episode 101. Yeah, started season two is more. Because we'll actually uh, be in the same place, in the meat space. I'm coming out mm-hmm. to visit Dennis mm-hmm. after this Germany trip. You, so. you, you can... 
you can try Deathloop. I will. I'll try Deathloop. It'll be great fun. And we'll, uh, we'll organize some cool stuff for episode 101. If there's anything you want to hear, but like, on, I, I, we're sorry to do it to you, but we just episode 100 next week. I'm going to be hiking in the mountains and Dennis is going to be just like working. So it's going to be a regular app, I think, because we just don't have the time to, uh, to. We talked, we talked about Riley recording it from a beer hall in the middle of, the, of Bavaria. Realize, Probably not a good idea. Realize some of the issues that would be, uh, that would come along with that. So, uh, you know, first of all, podcasting with a mask on probably isn't going to be very much fun um mm-hmm. but no look uh we'll, we'll try to figure out some cool stuff to do at episode 101 and let us know discord bit.ly slash join riley's discord if you've got ideas let me make it clear the vinyl is not happening that is a non-starter this isn't one of those things we're like oh and one more thing guess what the vinyl happened it's not don't get your hopes up um but do let us know what you want and um i think that's it let's let's wrap it up Jenna, so i can go to bed all right, I'm glad we're keeping the vinyl surprise. Stay fresh, cheese Oh, bags. my goodness. There's no vinyl. Let me make that clear. There's no vinyl. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>